If they don't, they're not wise. If they do, most likely they are wise. Most likely they have something to live for, get out of bed for. You're listening to the John Stapleton Podcast. This is where I talk about Jesus, the Bible, church, culture, practical living, and discipleship, all from a biblical worldview. For more of my content, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and places like that with the username jstaples93. Hey friends, today I want to get on here and talk about discernment. Discernment is a very personal topic to me. Uh, My mother would always tell me that I wasn't very discerning, um, but she was. And it it was true. I wasn't really a good judge of character. In fact, at one point in my life, I actually dated a girl who was homeless just because I didn't want to be alone. Um, That was very, very foolish and someone with discernment would not do that. Um, but, you know, the thing is, discernment, uh, and some people will even uh, call, uh, use the, the phrase, the gift of discernment, the gift of discernment. I believe it is a gift, but if you start off not with a gift, uh, you know, there's still hope. You can still have discernment. It's something that we all need to grow in, especially as we get older and we get more responsibilities. There are more people that we love and such. And so um, I want to talk to you about what discernment is. There's this great book in the Bible called Proverbs. And Proverbs lays out three categories of people. You have the wise, you have the foolish or the simple, and then you have evil people. And so it gets really interesting when you, um, you know, first when you consider, okay, what's a wise person? What's a foolish person? What's an evil person? And then secondly, in like relationally, how do they mix when they're together? And so that's what I want to do today. It's just give you some definitions. So the wise, a wise person is someone who heeds advice. Um, they, they are always trying to learn. They are planning. Uh, they will try to learn from other people's mistakes so that they won't have to suffer the same way. Um, these are people that are emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, perhaps even physically healthy. We all have areas, by the way, where we're not so wise. We might be more foolish. But by and large, if you look at someone's life in totality, they are wise if, if those are the things that mark their life. Um, how, how do you know if someone's wise? Well, a good indicator is who they hang out with. Are, are the other people in their life good for them? Are they wise? Are they, do, they, um, do they benefit each other? Do they, you know, do they help each other? So those are some, so that's the wise. Now, a foolish person is someone who sees danger ahead and doesn't prepare for it. They don't think about tomorrow. They don't have any concept of delayed gratification. They live in the moment and they're very irresponsible. And to others, they seem very fun and adventurous and spontaneous. But really, if you are a responsible person, you you probably would be tempted to hide from them because they're going to come to you and they're going to ask you uh, to take on some of their own responsibilities, right? Watch my kids, lend me some money, watch my house. Like, like it's just they keep dumping into your life and expecting you to clean up after them. That's a foolish person. And then, and, and foolish people, they mean well, like they, they do. When they, when they barge into your life, they don't mean to be a distraction. They don't mean to wreck your life. They don't mean to ruin it, but they just do. <clears throat> they just do because they don't have any uh, sense of cause and effect. Evil people are people that 
are intentionally trying to hurt you. They are often very intelligent. They are very smart. And they know it. They're trying to cause you pain and they know it. These are people that do not fear God. These are the mockers. These are the scoffers. Mockers and scoffers can be foolish, but often they tend to be evil. And so let me explain how the relationships work when you have these dynamic. If you have the wise and the wise, you have a healthy relationship. You have you have a healthy relationship, whether it be with your spouse or your friend or or your coworker, um, whatever whatever it is, you have wise with the wise. Uh, if you are if you are a wise with a foolish person, you have a parental relationship. You have a pastoral relationship. You have a relationship where you're going to teach a lot and you're going to hand out consequences based on if they follow what you teach. Um, if you have a wise and an evil person, you have distance. You have space, hopefully. Hopefully you have like a mediator. Um, you have something literally separating you, whether it's um, a jail cell or a lawyer or um, a counselor or a court order. You have some buffer between you because light really doesn't have any fellowship with darkness. Good cannot fellowship with evil. Um, there's just literally the value systems are so diametrically opposed that it would be chaos if the two commingled. So there needs to be distance. And there needs to be distance because the wise person is also protecting the people that they love from the evil person. If you have a foolish and a foolish person, you have a codependent relationship. Right? They're dependent on each other. It's just it's just not good. Um, if you have a foolish and an evil person, you have an abusive relationship. Usually one person's gullible, naive, a little dumb, and the evil person, remember, the evil person's smart. And so the evil person is going to abuse the foolish person. And the thing to know about foolishness, eventually, if a foolish person does not become wise, they become evil. That's the gravita that's the gravitas. That's that's the gravitational pull for a fool is for them to be evil. Uh, so one one example is the drug addict. Um, drugs are, you know, foolish. And if someone runs out of money and they still are addicted and they still need to, for, you know, uh, they still need to fund their habit. Well, now they're stealing to fund their habit. So now you've gone from a foolish person to an evil person. You've gone from uh, a foolish drug addict to an evil thief. And if you have an evil and an evil person, look out. Look out. This is danger. And that's how you grow in discernment. It doesn't grow. It doesn't. It, it, it's not natural. But when you, when you start to read people and you start to look at cause and effect and you start to see, like, just basic question. Does this person fear the Lord? Well, how do I know if they fear the Lord? Do they have any consideration about tomorrow? That's a, that's a good place to start. Um, if they don't, they're not wise. If they do, most likely they are wise. Most likely they have something to live for, get out of bed for. One other resource I want to give you before I get off is this book called Boundaries. Uh, this book called Boundaries by John Townsend and Henry Cloud. 
I contend that this is perhaps the best book besides the Bible when it comes to people and relationships. There's a chapter about everything, a chapter about your spouse, a chapter about your kids, your coworkers, your your parents, your you know you as a parent. Um, it, it covers everything I could possibly think of. Um, anyway, just want to get on here, talk about the wise, the foolish, and the evil. Hopefully that helps in your growing in discernment. God bless, and I'll see you next time.